Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. You're joining us here. You love romantic comedies. It's amazing news because we do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today it's the Rom-Com Rewind Mailbag episode. Wow, we actually nailed that. Good job, Sarah. (laughs) Over the past year... We've gotten um, so many questions and and thoughts from you, and there have been a lot of conversations that we've had on the podcast that really kind of lived on and had a life of their own on our socials. And, you know, it is the holiday season. Your schedules are probably a lot more different, so are ours. So we kind of want to just take an episode to, to hang out with you, and we want to bring back those conversations for this pod to discuss, have a good time, and just... Just chat about rom-coms overall, in general. Lots of varying topics today, not just about one exact thing. And without further ado, our first topic of conversation, Sarah. So a very common question we've received more than once, and most recently from Lisa, is how can I convince my significant other to watch romantic comedies with me? Yes, it's the... Convincing guys to watch romantic comedies segment, I guess. (laughs) So I'm going to throw... I'm amazing at this game, by the way. Yeah, he is, which which is so weird. Um, So what you're going to do, Sarah's going to throw a romantic comedy at me. And whatever, you need to say verbatim to your person what I'm about to say. (laughs) This is how you're going to convince your guy to watch blank romantic comedy with you. Get those pens and papers out. All right, what do you got first? Okay. 10 things I hate about you. Oh my God, that's easy. And you know what? You doubted me off the top. You forget that I am a guy. Okay. Yes. So this you is are how... probably the best person to do these. This is how I would tell, like, let's say your guy's name is Kevin. Be like, yo, Kevin. Kevin. You know how the Godfather, after that, everyone wanted to do mafia movies? Okay. 10 things I hate about you is the Godfather <laughs> of 90s teen angst romantic comedies okay i will agree with that i will agree with that one right? wholeheartedly it, like that everybody really tried to do it but nobody did yeah. it the way that this movie did it yeah like i think comparing it to like the godfather of how good this movie is oh, yeah. will win over some hearts oh you gotta describe it in things that guys know guys know the godfather okay <laughs> We, we I don't think it. I've ever seen The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you convince me to watch The Godfather? Oh, that's a good Be, one. What do you mean, how do I convince you? Sarah, you know how 10 <laughs> Things I Hate About You is the 90s teen? Yes. <laughs> romantic com- <laughs> the Godfather is that for mafia movies. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I, wa- I walked right into that one. Too easy. I will admit, I, I didn't think about that. <laughs> What else you got? Hit me with another. Um, okay, Last Holiday. Oh, it's we, easy. The one we just did. Um, every Guy Loves LL Cool J. Totally. And he's just been doing those crappy NCIS. What is it? It's not crappy. NCIS, LAPD something. No, no, no. NCIS Los Angeles. Okay, right. All right. All right. For like the last 10 years. You know how you've missed LL Cool J for the last 15 years? Yeah, okay. Just watch this movie. Scratch that itch. That's it. Easy. <laughs> That's a good one too, actually. <laughs> Okay, um, one of your favorites, yeah, definitely maybe, yeah. So, um, definitely maybe is Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool before he knew he was Ooh. Deadpool. Okay, and, he, and it's a love story. Okay, I was gonna say that's it. You gotta because he's snarky, love he's funny, he's like, you know, he's got a little bit of an edge to him. He's just Deadpool, but he's like in a romantic comedy. He's Deadpool. 
in I mean, a romantic comedy looking for a, a long lost book. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> like guys love Deadpool. Deadpool is very funny. Oh, I do love Deadpool. It is such a great show. Always be my maybe. It's Keanu Reeves. Well, <laughs> it's not even Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but like there's like a full 20 minutes of Keanu Reeves playing Keanu Reeves as like an exaggerated version of Keanu Reeves. That's okay. That's all you need to know about that movie. And the funny thing is it's not going to happen until 40 minutes in. So your guy, Jeff's going to be like, well, where's Keanu Reeves? And you're like, don't worry. It's coming up. And then the scene where he walks in happens and Jeff's going to be like, okay, I get it. I get it. Can I just ask once again, why do all of your impersonations of sound like Scooby-Doo? God. (laughs) (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like you just did it again. <laughs> Jeff sounds a little bit like Scooby Doo, okay? <laughs> so those are those are some easy, you know, holiday season. If you need to convince your guy to watch romantic comedy, just say those things verbatim to him. Oh my god! I pro- I, Ten you things know I hate about you is gonna work. All right, next we have testing pickup lines. This spurred from our ghost of girlfriends past episode. Sarah on that episode revealed that she was once hit on at the bar. Yeah. By a guy who used Drake lyrics. It was horrible. To hit on her. <laughs> um, so here's the game. Trisha on our Instagram, at Romcom Rewind, by the way, you can reach it. Trisha revealed to us that she once had a similar situation happen to her where a guy used Justin Bieber lyrics to try and pick her up. So Devin has no idea the song that was used. Yeah. I do. Um, and the game is, let's test out pickup lines, Justin Bieber lyrics. Until he finally finds the correct Justin Bieber lyric. So let's set the scene first of all. Okay. So again, I know what song it was. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. We're we're in a bar. <laughs> There's a, some dull music thumping off somewhere. And a guy okay. walks up to you. Yeah. And he says, Trisha, I'm assuming he said this. He said, <laughs> all alone in my room, waiting for your phone call to come soon. And for you, oh, I would walk a thousand miles to be in your arms holding my heart. <laughs> Was that it? No. No. But that's hilarious. It, when you when you were talking about, oh, I would walk a thousand miles, I'm like, I would walk <laughs> 10,000 miles and I would walk. Yeah, that's not a sexy song. Or it's that's 500 miles, right? 500 Five, miles, yeah. I would walk 500 miles. Yeah, no, it's not a sexy song. But no, you are you are incorrect. Okay. Okay, next So I one. walk up to you in a bar. Mm-hmm. See, I never thought I could walk through fire. I never thought that I could take the burn. I never had the strength to take it higher until I reached the point of no return. And there's just no turning back. Who would, okay, if someone ever actually used this in a bar as a pickup line, I, I want to apologize for the ears who have to listen to it. So no, I think that one's not, not bad. This one. I no. think that okay, okay, okay. How, how about that's this like one? that is so deep. Like that one's like oh, it's too much. Okay, too it's much, too, much. too much. Fair enough. Yeah. That, that's never say never. By the way, okay. Um, okay, how about this? I walk up to you in a bar. Let's let's add a little. Hey girl, <laughs> gonna throw that in there at the top. For you, I would have done whatever, and I just can't believe we ain't together. And I want to play it cool, but I'm losing you. Okay, I actually like this one. Oh, yeah. I like this one. This one It's a little bit more sultry. See. Yeah. Well, and it's not as deep, right? Like it doesn't like, you know, touch your soul. This one's kind of like a little bit on on like on the surface. I think we need to be quicker. We need like a Okay, yeah. this one's easy. 
Let's set each other's lonely nights, be each other's paradise. Oh, that one could work. I could see that one working. Just a one-liner, bang, here it is. Yes, I could see that one, but again, no. But literally none of these are the ones? No. Okay, so what is it? It's, okay, are you ready? Yeah. Drum roll. It's you smile. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, I I can look this up. Okay. Let Let me see if I can find you smile. Okay, okay. All right. So this literally happened to Trisha one time. So a guy walks up to her. Hey, girl, your lips, my biggest weakness. Shouldn't have let you know I'm always going to do what they say. If you need me, I come running from a thousand miles away. Okay, can I just say he really likes that line? He really likes running miles. from places yeah. to you. And and in a thousand miles. like He's usually a thousand miles apart from yeah. everyone that he needs to get to. Not 500 miles, but a thousand miles. Um, yes, I don't know if that was the specific lyrics, but that is I the mean, correct I'm song. I mean, I'm looking up this song. That, that's got to be the easiest one to hit somebody with at the bar. That's the you smile guy. <sighs> Would that work on you? What do you think? Would any of these work on you? No. Really? Not a single one? No. I don't think so. Kay. Look, I mean, like I said, there was a few that were like, had some like substance to them, but... Um, you say that, but when the, the guy hit you with the Drake line that one time, you were a little bit in, right? No, I was not oh. at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just didn't realize at the time that a Drake song had come out about like chilling with your sweatpants on chilling, or chilling with no makeup on, yeah. sweatpants, sweatpants, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like that's so nice. But like, no, it still didn't work. Because I was like, I put a lot of work into how I look right now. <laughs> Oh, out true. At the bar, oh, so right? that's like, almost like rude. Oh, you don't <laughs> like the makeup? Oh, okay. Yeah. And like, I think in, in a guy's mind, like, that's what every girl wants. Like, oh, like, I want to be told I'm beautiful naturally. But like, you're telling me that you think I'd be prettier without all the makeup and like what I'm wearing yeah, right now. Yeah, backfires. You know? That backfires. Right, sure, right? sure. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. Okay. Next up, we have the when do you tell the guy you already have a boyfriend or vice versa? Okay, I'm interested. So this conversation comes from, I mean, it, it stems from the movie The Wedding Planner. Beth brought oh, up a story yeah. yep. about a friend, um, once again, just out having a night, who ended up getting a lot of drinks for free from another guy. And only at the end of the night did she reveal, yeah, I actually have a boyfriend. And the reason why that conversation came up is because it's very very similar to The Wedding Planner, where Matthew McConaughey's character, he basically goes on a full-on date with Jennifer Lopez. Right. And never reveals once that he is engaged. Bastard. So I guess the question is, when, Mm -hmm. even in an innocent scenario, do you tell another person that you are dating someone else? I'd probably in some way mention that you know, uh, you'd throw the name in there that of the person who you're dating or you'd, you know, be like, oh, so-and-so and I are like going on a, you know, cute weekend away, blah, blah, blah. You'd somehow like sneak it into the you conversation. Sneak. Okay, well, you well, would. let's yeah. take both of these scenarios. Okay. You're like, you're out mm-hmm. and there's a guy who offers to buy you a drink. Right. You're going to say no to that drink. Okay, well. Like, no, I've got a boyfriend. Well, okay, here's the thing. Or, no, oh, my boyfriend would love a drink. I don't, I don't know if I'd say, I, I don't know if I'd say there. no to the drink, but I oh. would, I would somehow let them know that I do have a significant other, though. So, like, I'd take the free drink. Wait, you're going to take the drink yeah. from the guy yeah. and then be like, oh, thanks, yeah. also I'm taken. But then, but then that'll stop it, you know? <laughs> that'll stop that's it. That's worse. <laughs> you think that's you're worse? take the drink <laughs> and then be like, and by the way. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's almost worse. I love that. I don't think that's worse. <laughs> you think that's okay? <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, sorry. When did <laughs> sorry I'm dating somebody, but thanks for the free drink. Yeah. You just walk away. Yeah, at least I'm not being a douche and like ghosting him. Okay. What if what if you're um Matthew McConaughey here? Oh, like I think what he did and was you, wrong. And you, I you, think what he did was wrong. So you're a doctor. You're a a, a pediatrician. I think yes, he is. Yes, pediatrician. And you yeah. save, yeah, a beautiful man from getting hit by a uh, by a dumpster. Man, okay. And then that oh, guy okay. to help you uh, to to like you know say thank you. Mm-hmm. It's like hey, like let's just go to an outdoor movie together. That sounds like fun. It sounds like a date. So so when do you say like right uh, off the bat? You're like nah. Like, I would probably say, oh, you know what? I kind of feel uncomfortable. Like, I just want you to know this isn't a date. This is more of a thank you. I do have, you know, I'm dating somebody. Like, I think that's kind of what I would be more upfront about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What would you do? I mean, I'd get all those free drinks. I think you should. You would get all the free drinks. You wouldn't at one, like at all, you would wait till the end of the night to tell well, the person. Listen, I, um, I, nobody's buying a guy free drinks, <laughs> first of all. True. Like, this is hypothetically speaking, like, if, if you were at the bar yeah. and some guy was going to buy you some free drinks, mm-hmm. great. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. Like, you're coming home with me. That's if you give me a little look, like, hey, this guy's going to get me free drinks. Sarah, you go crazy. Don't tell him about me until the end. That's why. Oh, well, I wouldn't like milk the guy for all his worth. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you take you, a couple. Oh, of I would. Oh, sure, OK. Sure. Like, I wouldn't. I would probably let them know that I have a significant other. See, yeah, you would. You would let would. them know. I think I think Beth's friend is not necessarily. I, I think I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. Don't go on a Matthew McConaughey J-Lo date. Yeah, no. Don't go home with the guy. To like a romantic. But like, if there's a guy who's like, hey, I want to buy you a drink. Mm, okay. Can, like I said, take the free drink and then tell them that you're sick uh, of t- Take a couple free drinks, you know? Oh my God, like you're so buck, morally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You can grab a few free drinks, but we I, can agree that Matthew McConaughey was wrong. In the I, yes, yes. Okay. I mean, like, he could have at least snuck it in there. Like, even just gave her something to kind of say is this guy single or not like he didn't even do that he full-on jumped in with two feet as if like i am dating no one let me get her but i don't you know they didn't tee it up let as me a date, date though they didn't tee it up as a date it's a romantic movie in a park with the other friend though the other friend was coming and then she ditches remember the the so person if, who's in okay, every so single romantic if, comedy ever the best friend in all of them what's her name again judy judy, judy greer. greer that's right yeah if she would have stayed, then it would have been fine. But the moment she left, the other, like, somebody should have told somebody that they have a significant other. Oh. You know? Okay. So you say, okay, all right. Next up we have. What are the sexiest accents? Yeah. So the Boston accent is apparently the strongest in the U.S. I think that means, like, strongest to the ear. You okay. catch it easiest. Cool. I did not the know The southern that. accent is the sexiest. I'm not agreeing okay, hold on, hold or on, disagreeing. Hold on. This sexiest, is just what a stat says. The sexiest accent in the U.S. is... The southern accent. And you know what's funny? There are lots of different like um, nuances to a southern accent, right? Yeah. Like Georgia doesn't sound like, you know, Kentucky or Arkansas, right? It's all. I am very intrigued. Okay. Which accent? Let's not pigeonhole ourselves to just North America. Mm-hmm. Around the world. Okay. What are the sexiest accents around the world? Yeah. All right. I like myself. um a good Aussie. Really? And really? a good Brit. 
Maybe a Londoner. I was going to say Brit. There's lots of different also nuances, even yeah. more nuanced well, to Britain, so, right? Yeah. And, and like, that's the thing. Even even both in Australia and, and the UK, for example, like depending on where you're from, the accent changes and shifts and it could just be like hours apart. I always wonder, people say that we have accents, like Canadian accents. And I mean, I, it's interesting too, because even across Canada, like we're massive. Um, across Canada, we have different accents too like on the on the west coast they sound slightly different than we are yeah in ontario and then even east coast well the newfoundlanders yeah yeah newfies have a significant accent yeah. also another thing about canada is that there's literally a province that just completely speaks french yes that's i mean it's not as i forgot about that they also speak french and depending on where you go there's a lot of franglish which is just like yeah. broken french mm-hmm. and english mm-hmm. mashed together it's uh, pretty absurd. But I always forget. Like, I'm always caught off guard when they're like, oh, my gosh, you have an accent. And yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, you. like, I, I like me a Kiwi accent. Oh, New I Zealand. I find they're, yeah. Okay. I find they're really cute and sweet. I think, like, the, the difference between New Zealand and Australia is mm-hmm. very similar to the difference between Canada and the U.S. Like, yeah. we're very friendly. We're very, we're, we're close by each other. Little nuances, though, and I always feel mm-hmm. like New Zealanders are so, like, sweet. They're, they're, they're just sweet people, you know? <laughs> I, want, I want to get to know you more. <laughs> I don't know if we have any New Zealand listeners, but. I don't know if we do. Maybe I just alienated Holla. our entire Australian audience. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Which rom-com couples mm, yes. have a ton of chemistry but are never talked about. Okay, so this was, um, we got tons of replies for this on our socials. Um, I posted this to our Instagram. Um, it was a BuzzFeed article, and um, they kind of came out saying like, okay, which rom-com couples that have a ton of country but are never talked about? And we got tons of responses. Lots for my best friend's wedding, like Jules and uh, Dermot. Okay. Don't love that. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, we had uh, some 500 Days of Summer. Oh. So Summer and, well, Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Um, who else did we have? We had we, have t- we had tons of good ones. See, this is a tough one because it's got to be couples that have chemistry, but that we think are underrated. Like they don't get enough credit. Correct. Yes. Lots for Begin Again, which is absolutely on our watch list. Um, it's a newer rom-com. Some other ones we got uh, were Rose and David, so Jennifer Aniston and Jason Sudeikis in Were the Millers. Totally underrated. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie and Alex from in Safe, uh, from Safe Haven. So is there anybody you would add to this? Ooh. I would add, okay, so I really liked in Made in Manhattan j-lo and um oh my god his name is escaping my brain ralph, right now. ralph uh, ray, yes. ray fines ray, yes ray fines i thought they were really good and they were totally underrated the movie itself was like really good and i mean you love like that dress scene amazing oh, iconic should have wore a different I dress think they were so cute yeah that one's tough because the the movie i think is properly rated like that's a classic mm-hmm. is them as a couple a big deal no probably not right okay so one i absolutely love okay 13 going on 30. Oh, Mark yeah. Mark Ruffalo, Jennifer Garner, 100% underrated. That would have almost made my list. I've got two. I think that's one of the top for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go. Uh, Ali Wong and Randall Park from oh, Always Be My Baby. Oh, yeah. 
I don't think that's case. So really, I'm going with two movies that I don't think get the credit that they deserve. Ag- that also have agree. a really great chemistry to them. Ali Wong and Randall Park, for sure. Yes, that movie has a special place in my heart. I love Always Be My Such movie. a good movie. And okay. you know what I'm going to say here. I don't. Ryan Reynolds and Isla oh, Fisher oh definitely God. be my maybe. As soon as you said, as soon as I said I don't, oh, I'm like, oh, duh. Indefinitely maybe. I said definitely be my maybe. I was combining the two. I just did. <laughs> I think like that they are electric together. Oh, like there's just, it's like fiery. I can feel it. It's emanating yeah, from you, the TV you, when I watch it. Yeah. You can really feel like the chemistry between the two. Okay. Do you think. Um, and I think that movie is underrated. Oh, so yeah, so just yeah. by, by adjacency, the relationship doesn't really get a whole lot of. Okay, so I don't know if like I don't know if we ever truly classified this one game night with Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman as a rom com, but I think their chemistry in the movie is really good. Really, yeah, I disagree. You disagree? Okay, okay. I fine, I fine, think fine. they've got Whatever. more. <laughs> Whatever. I think they've got more of a friendship chemistry than like a relationship chemistry. I don't know. I liked them in that movie together though. I thought they like really worked well as a team, and that's part of the chemistry. I thought they worked great as a team. In fact, they should continue to be on a team as, <laughs> as teammates. Yeah, as teammates, as teammates and not in a relationship. Yeah. No, great movie. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone in Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, man, that one's tough because they get together again in La La Land. Yes. So I think everybody kind of thinks of them as a... Oh, the La La Land couple? As the La La Land couple, but everybody can kind of see them together and they're like, yeah, like they make sense as a... A high chemistry couple, I would oh, say. Oh, because you know what? I never saw La La Land, so that could be why. But I think, you know, back when Crazy Stupid Love came out, they were like the... Man, that's a tough movie because it's really about Steve Carell's character and just right. everybody in his orbit. Yeah. And it's like a side story. And let's be real. If, if we're talking about that movie, mm-hmm. the person with the most chemistry oh my God, in that I can't, movie... I can't. Don't say Kevin Bacon. Is don't Kevin Bacon. Oh, my God. Is Kevin freaking Bacon. The last time we talked about this, several people actually reached out on Instagram saying that they also agree that Kevin Bacon is better looking than Steve Carell. However, Yay! however, what? however, I would just like to add that several people also reached out agreeing with me that Steve Carell is better than Kevin Bacon. But I just wanted to let you know you do have some people in your corner. But uh, so do I. So the the saga continues of the Steve Carell and Kevin Bacon okay. duo. Can, can, do you know what's funny? I um I didn't know that. I somehow missed those messages. Sarah like yeah, spearheads Devin, a uh, lot yeah, of the messages yeah, I, on her Instagram. Yes, Devin doesn't see a lot of them so, unless I show them. <laughs> I had no yo people are backing me up on the Kevin Bacon yes, stuff. Yes, they are. What are they saying? That they agree with you that Kevin Bacon is. A hundred percent better looking than Steve Carell. Yeah, he is. And then they say they apologize to me. Let's go. <laughs> Which I mean, I appreciate the apology, but at romcom on Instagram, get at us. Kevin Bacon's more attractive than oh Steve Carell. It's just a fact. This is like the literal never-ending saga of Kevin Bacon versus Steve Carell. We need to get Kevin Bacon on this podcast. I wish. We haven't had a single. <laughs> I wish <laughs> our first interview either needs to be with Judy Greer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to talk to her so bad. Well, I, uh, we just accidentally talk about her so much because Judy Greer is just... Okay, we just... don't act accidentally. We just literally love talking about her. No, 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 no. I mean, like, we end up doing a rom-com and oh, she's yeah. like 
the fourth person in a million romantic comedies. So we just end up like, oh, and also Judy Greer's in this. <laughs> She's basically become my favorite person. But some movies we do watch, we don't realize that Judy Greer's in that's, the movie. That's what I'm until, saying. Yeah, until we actually watch it. We're, we're like, watching oh, no a movie shit. and then like, oh, the best friend character shows up and it's Judy Greer. Okay, that one wasn't Scooby-Doo, so that's a good thing. That was more like a WWE yeah. movie trailer voice. Um, yeah, either Kevin Bacon or Judy Greer. If you know their people, uh, tell them to get at us. <laughs> so next up is drinking games for rom-coms. So we had one listener, uh, Kaylee, reached out and she said that when watching Pitch Perfect 3, and, and I would like to say that I think this would apply to all three movies, that every time John Michael Higgins makes a misogynistic or sexist joke, you have to take a shot. I would also like to add that this is my own personal spin on this too. Anything that they make into like a catchphrase with like using the word like acapella. So like making things like aka awkward or aka awesome. You also have to take a shot. I agree with this 100%. So what other drinking games can we add to romantic comedies? Is that the question? Yes. Bride Wars, which we haven't done yet, but it is a goodie. Kate Hudson and Hathaway. When they pull a prank on each other, you have to take a shot. Oh, yeah. Which take a shot? Yeah, or a drink. You have oh to take God. a drink. A drink. Let's calm down. A okay. Okay. Yeah. How sorry, many pranks? We're getting wild one? here. Woo. Cool. So I'm gonna say uh, clueless every time Cher has oh a God. dramatic outfit change. Ooh, I like that. Okay, I was gonna say or Doesn't like she a, have like 25 outfits paced throughout no, the movie. No, I think like 40. Oh. 46 or something right, like that. So like we're getting a, a little bit drunk here. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, okay. Love Actually, every time the song, the Christmas song comes on, Christmas is all around. Oh, yes. That comes on. Every time I watch that movie, that song is stuck in my head, like for days after. Um, okay, Bridget Jones' Diary, every time she writes in her journal of a new resolution. Oh, yeah, I like that. Which is several times I like the year. that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Our next topic. Claire sent in, this conversation just came up regarding a holiday. Uh, she and her friends had this conversation on which holiday would be the worst to be single on. So she said which Christmas. Is such a be- good, which is such a good question. Yeah. She said Christmas because it's a family holiday. Mm-hmm. There's pressure to bring someone. And it's a big couple holiday with gift giving and the whole theme of Christmas. One of her friends said Thanksgiving, though, because it's a family holiday and having dates as a buffer is nice for gatherings. Um, and another friend argued New Year's, saying it's nice to have someone to kiss at midnight. So which do you think is the worst holiday to be single on that you would need? You you require a holiday. And we can only pick one, let's say. We can only pick one. Oh, that's really tough because I was going to say, for me, it's between Christmas and New Year's. Because it is, I do agree with Claire's friend that it is really nice to have somebody to kiss on New Year's. Because everybody else in the room, if you're full of couples... And you're like the odd one out. Like, are you going to go and kiss the other odd person out? Like, maybe. But I mean, like, what if there's three of you? Well, I guess, like, <laughs> it's awkward. <laughs> so, you know, you're sitting there twiddling their, your thumbs while, like, the minute goes by that they're all making out. Christmas is like one day, but the holiday of Christmas lasts like a week. Ugh, yeah. All the things you do with family gatherings. And it is really nice to have somebody there with you. You are absolutely looking at this the wrong way. Oh, okay. Claire, you and your friends, 100% looking at this wrong. Sarah, you oh, as well. wow. There is one We've correct answer here. we heard it here, here first. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh, there is only no. one holiday no. centered around being a couple. But you need a date on, you need a holiday on Valentine's Day why, for sure. That is why they invented Galentine's Day. Yeah, but like, does really, come on now. D- Valentine's Day, that's the answer. And then, uh, uh, contrary, there are a few holidays that it's bad. Oh, yeah. To, like, like you want Halloween. to be single, 
on Halloween. You Heck want yeah. to be single on St. Patty's totally. Day because the opportunity for mm-hmm. picking up way higher oh, on yeah. those days. They say, I, I read a statistic one time that said like Halloween is the night like that people hook up more than Valentine's Day. Oh, really? Like oh, yeah, Valentine's Day and Halloween are the top two days of the year that people hook up the most. So at one point throughout this, and, I, and we also posted this on Instagram, Claire brought up that if Matthew McConaughey at one point was elected governor, can Devin predict how far into office it would take to see Matthew McConaughey shirtless? Yeah, I think this was probably when we were doing How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. It was a movie that he happened to be shirtless a couple times. There's, I was going to say, because it could have been failure to launch, because also in that movie... He was shirtless. He's shirtless in every movie he does. I was going to say, I'm pick waiting, a movie, he's I'm, probably shirtless. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Lincoln commercials to take a turn. Oh my God, right? To make him sexier than he already is and have him shirtless driving. So at one point when we were doing one of these episodes, Matthew McConaughey happened mm-hmm. to announce that he, he w- might be dabbling in, um, I might be want to be governor Some of Texas. politics, yeah. yeah. Do the announcement, but do it as Matthew McConaughey. Like, impression. Oh, like, like what he said? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I can yep. do that. So, um, so I, cause I watched the interview. I, oh my God. I can't <clears throat> wait. Cause you think all my, my, my impressions sound like Scooby-Doo. I do. Yeah. So does, so do a lot of other people. <laughs> so we'd be like, uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, you either evolve or you die. Right. <laughs> all right. And I, I, I choose to evolve and now I'm just like a little, uh, uh I'm like a little, little birdie in an egg. Right. And I'm going to hatch out of my shell and I'm going to. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm either gonna flutter off, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall, right? And I think uh, my next evolution as a, as a little chickadee bird, might just be governor of Texas. I, I think we're gonna find out. All right. That's. Rude. Did I not nail that? And like, you know, surprisingly, it was quite well done. <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't think you could do it. I there, think Scooby-Doo. I could nail a Matthew McConaughey. I don't think like, that was that there bad. Were, there were parts that I was like, oh wow, like this is verbatim, like what he sounds like. He announced that he might be running for governor, mm-hmm. like it was still a Lincoln commercial. He's been in them too long. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in that universe. He is Heath Ledger in the Joker, as Matthew McConaughey is in Lincoln. Yeah, like he's he's not acting anymore. He is. They Me- just, he's method acting. They, you know what? They just put cameras in his Lincoln and they're like, all right, go off and bring us back footage over like a month span and we're just going to edit it all together and make a commercial out of it. <laughs> That's what the Lincoln commercials are. I Not Matthew McConaughey acting. <laughs> um, but but the question is, how far into office would we see Matthew yeah. McConaughey shirtless? So uh, let's play this out. I think the first eight months, his aides are going to be like, listen, Matt, you can't be shirtless ever. And they're really going to watch him. <laughs> I think depending on when the election happens, anytime after eight months, I think we might start to see a couple buttons come unbuttoned oh, on oh. his shirt. Let's say 11 months into office. Okay. So I don't think he would. Oh, no. He's going to do it. I don't think he would at all. I don't think he would. Maybe he'll be caught at like a pool or something. And that's where he'll be shirtless, obviously. There's the, no, no, no. There's going to be some kind of big event in Texas. No. There's going to be a rodeo or something that he, he goes to and he does something and he's going to take his shirt off. It might be something might get spilled on him. And he's going to need to. No, I don't think so. 100%. I think no way. Yeah. No. 11 months. Well, we're going to find out. Well, if he actually runs I was going to say he has to run first and then win. He also has to win. Next segment. Karen has the idea for listeners to send in suggestions for best original songs. From rom-coms. 
and to create a playlist. I think this is a great idea because we can like put it on Spotify, the rom-com rewind like podcast playlist. Yeah. And we can always be updating it. And as like new rom-coms come out and whatnot. I thought this was a great idea. Because off the top of my head, there's the classics like like any Adam Sandler. Great. From the wedding singer, he's got oh, two sure. gays. Oh, yeah. Um, Always Be My Maybe. Randall Park. Randall Park. They wrote those songs. No, that was the next person I was going to mention. Yes. He is awesome at that. Tennis ball. Um, Bounce back. Jason Siegel, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's a good one. Oh, my God. Wait, are you talking about the play at the end? Yeah. Oh, good. The, the Dracula, the yeah, vampire yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Musical. Which, another one we haven't done, but it's one of my favorite movies. Also, can I throw out uh, something that I've thought about? Maybe we can crowdsource from you listening. I've been asked a few times, like, what our listeners are called, what what you are called. And I said, I don't know, people who listen to our podcast, and they're like, they don't have a name, like Ramis. I'm like, nah, that sounds like oh. commies. I don't know. <laughs> Ron like, commies. That sounds like we're communists. Oh. <laughs> no? And I don't want to wade into any, like, political stuff. Well, that's not the first thing that came in my mind, but all right. Rom commies. I don't know. What about rom commians? Still not I hitting it. Okay. Yeah, no, there's got to okay. be something. And I can't, I keep on, like, people have suggested that. I don't know what the right answer is. So people have suggested that there needs to be a name for our listeners, but they haven't come up with any great ideas Correct. to go along with it. Okay, so you listening, what would you like to be called? Give us a shout. Let us know. At Romcom Rewind. And now, as a special treat, we have a game, a game that you can play along, but it's really, this is a Sarah versus Devin game. The most common thing that you love about our podcast are the quick facts. How well do I actually remember the quick facts, though? Because Sarah <laughs> does all the research. She handles all of that. So this is the quick facts Sarah showdown. Please play along if you've listened to our episodes. Sarah's going to hit us with, you know, rapid fire quick facts from previous episodes. We're going to see if, you know, your friend Devin and if you have been listening well enough to remember these quick facts. And a three, two, one. Go ahead. So first up, what word did Christopher Walken have to keep saying to Rachel McAdams during Wedding Crashers? Fart. Ooh, Boom. Correct. correct. Okay. I, I like it because I just like the imagery of Christopher Walken. <laughs> you know, his uh, his way of saying, yeah. fart. You know, I feel like he <laughs> oh, thought. That was good. I think he'd that say it really like good. that. And that yeah. cracks me up even more. Okay. What song was Cameron Diaz belting out in the karaoke scene in My Best Friend's Wedding? This is going to be a tough one for you. Mm-hmm. Like a virgin? Madonna? No, no. <sighs> no. I, okay, what is it? I just don't know what to do with myself. Oh, that, see, that's in the same vein It is. Thought, you were close. <sighs> Shoot. Okay. True or false, the epic fight scene between Grant and Colin Firth wasn't choreographed in Bridget Jones's diary. False. It had to have been choreographed because they just, they go through a restaurant in that scene, don't they? So it wasn't choreographed. What? It is true. Didn't they run into a cake? I'm just saying. It just happened off the cuff. Yeah. In How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, actors Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson play love interests. What other movie do they play love interests in? Uh, how many? It's one. Oh, Fool's Gold. Easy. Yes, you got it. Come okay. on now. Think Like a Man, the movie, is based off a real book called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Who wrote that book? My boy Steve Harvey. <laughs> you got it. Who was Ryan Reynolds dating during the time he filmed the movie Just Friends? Oh, wow. That's tough. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. was dating. Oh, uh, don't tell me. Don't tell I'm me. I'm not going to. I feel like she was Canadian. 
Dude, I'm gonna say something weird. Shania Twain? No, it wasn't okay. Shania Twain. But, <laughs> but it, way she off? was Canadian. Hey, Alanis what? Morissette. Oh, I knew it was a musician though. This is a two part. Okay. Where did they film the movie? Oh, Saskatchewan somewhere. Yes, you got it. Yep. yep. Uh, like uh, Regina. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Yeah. Rachel McAdams plays Allie in the movie The Notebook. Who else auditioned for the role? There's a few answers here. I'll accept. Oh, this is tough, Sarah. There's Not a few. Cameron Diaz. Oh, oh, Je- um, Jennifer Garner. No. Oh, okay. Who Jessica Biel. Oh. There was also a time Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I could see that. That's yes. good. And Jessica Simpson. But don't love that. also the biggest one, and we chatted about this in the podcast, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears were considered for the lead roles. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. The, you know what? The only mm-hmm. one who could do it as close to Rachel McAdams, I think, would be Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I agree with that. The others I just, like, I really can't see. And Reese Witherspoon, I could see her, you know, doing that, that 100%. role. In 27 Dresses, the movie, what song do they belt out at the bar but know none of the words to? Elton John. It's not Tiny Dancer. <laughs> Elton John. I love this song. Stop talking. Stop talking. Okay. I, I can get this. Okay. Oh, but you're so played out. Benny and the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bonus. Okay. Throughout all of the rom-coms we've done, who is the best female sidekick in rom-com land? Wait, is this just... This is up for discussion. This is not a factual thing. Um, It's factual. We talked about it earlier, which I was like, oh, you brought her up already. Judy Greer, Heck yes, it's Judy yeah. Greer. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so how did I do... Okay, so you got five and a half out of nine. This has been our first ever Quick Fact Sarah Showdown. Please let us know if you did better than me, because <laughs> uh, that's awkward. Maybe we should bring you in on this at some point. Um, before you end, there should be no secret that um, this has been a really good year for the Rom-Com Rewind podcast. I mean, in re- regards to you, you listening, there's more of you now, like like a lot more of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And not that we want to, you know, measure our own success with that, but we're just, I think we're just so grateful that we can be a part of your lives, a part of your weekly routine. Like, it's really wild when people say that they, like, pencil time <laughs> into their week for for us to spend with us and, and so that we can spend it with you. Yeah, and that you guys look forward to listening and listening to us every week. And, and we love that you interact with us. We love getting your messages and we love chatting with you guys about stuff. Um, you guys make our week too. It's um, it's been amazing. The the community that we've created for the rom com rewind, it's um, it's amazing. It's it's wonderful. It's touching. It yeah. is. So thank you. So we're going to oh before we end, there are two movies that we get so many requests for: yes. About Time yeah. and Wedding Date. We promise. Yes. They yes. will be coming up at some point in yeah. the near future. And and also just this year alone, I think I've counted over over a hundred recommendations from you guys throughout the year. So we've added all of those to our watch list. We have them on our list. We will get to them. Um, we love watching romantic comedies just as much as you guys do. So and we love chatting about them. So we have written every single one of them down and um, we are very excited to watch them all with you. And um, we are taking a, a couple weeks off because, you know, your schedule is going to be a lot different over the holidays. So will ours. So we're going to reconvene in a couple weeks. Um, no matter what you celebrate over the next couple weeks, uh, whether you celebrate Christmas or anything else, I hope that you have a great holiday season. Um, I hope that you can find some time to spend with, with family and loved ones and friends. And we'll talk soon. 
Happy holidays. Thanks for listening.